Welcome in to the newest episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast. We are uh, excited to talk about this one as we head into next week with the season two premiere of The Bad Batch. Uh, and so today we will be uh, recapping and covering the first season of The Bad Batch, of which both Joey and myself recently rewatched the entire thing. So we're excited to kind of dive deep into that, uh, break down some of the smaller things that perhaps we might have missed in our first watch through and uh, sort of delve more into uh, the Bad Batch as a whole. But first of all, Joey, what is going on? How are you? What's new with you? Doing doing well. I mean, we just got out of Christmas this past weekend and Merry Christmas and to all that celebrates. Um, hope you all had a good one. Um, I had a uh, had a great time with my family. Um, seeing my brothers and my mom and uh, all their kids and stuff like that. So it was definitely a feel-good weekend for us and um, getting all the warm fuzzies throughout the weekend. So it was definitely a good one. So, nice. um, But yeah, excited once again to come back here, talk to you about some Star Wars. How many how many nieces and nephews do you have total? So I, ha- I have in my family, I have two nephews and two nieces. Okay. And the nephews are the ones that are in the Star Wars. So the one nephew... That was my actually, next question. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, my one nephew, he was talking... He was actually talking to me about the podcast. And he's like, ah, it's no so way. cool that you're doing that. Yeah, I've been watching your watching your episodes and all that. I'm like, yeah, we're talking about Bad Batch this week. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. But I just started watching that too. So I'm like, yeah. So it's, it's cool to have that uh, connection with, you know, just family members in general. But, you know, the younger generation talking about this too. Definitely, yeah. I think I think it's interesting uh, with Bad Batch, especially. I feel like it appeals, and Clone Wars was the same way. But uh, mm-hmm. on the surface, if you don't know anything about it, even if you are a Star Wars fan uh, and you don't know anything about it, on the surface, it kind of is like, oh, it's a you know, it's a kids show. But um, there's a lot of like cool themes and, and you know callbacks to uh, other you know parts of Star Wars. That it's it's really a show, not it's not a children's show i mean you know it kind of is but also ultimately it's like an everybody show at least i think it is yeah oh yeah absolutely and i think that's the um the best part of star wars in general i've always said it's you know it's uh it's for whoever wants to watch it you'll find you'll find star wars is for everyone so uh generationally and uh and otherwise so yeah it, it was definitely a cool uh cool way to have the weekend with them talking about our own podcast <laughs> definitely all right, and another question I had for you before we dive deep into this: New Year's resolution, the not 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 necessarily related to Star Wars, just anything you got. Oh, well, funny you ask. I mean, there's the fitness side of things. I do want to get back out there and um, get back to running. That's like one of my huge things. So I'm gonna start easy. I want to get into like a 5K maybe by spring. Nice. And then you know, if I can get into a half marathon by the end of the year, that's that's really my my big goal um for for the uh for the new year's what about you i perhaps foolishly in my head mine is also related to running um i'm gonna shoot for a thousand miles in a year we'll see if that happens oh uh maybe we should have like a like a 30 30 second uh portion of the podcast every every single time in 2023 (laughs) it's like oh the joey and ben's running update yeah yeah we'll have little tickers of like where we're <laughs> yeah. at with mileage yeah and mile like markers yeah. or something yeah uh, nice nice yeah. yeah so maybe we can uh here and again keep people updated on our our new year's yeah. resolutions updated uh, 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so to hop into the Bad Batch, um, maybe before we do sort of a just a really brief chronological overview of all 16 of this first season's episodes, um, maybe just, or, or perhaps we can do this after. It's ultimately, it's up to you. But uh, what are your thoughts just on the show as a whole, maybe before we actually dive into this uh, deeper? So... Having all what there were sixteen episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Having all sixteen episodes available for me right now, I think ultimately was better, more an enjoyable watch for me than it was week by week when when I initially watched it. I agree. Um, I because I I, I remember when I was watching it, there felt like there were dull moments, so there were just like, I, oh, this this episode didn't really do it for me, or you know. Um, but when I watched it this time, you know, I would power through three, four or five episodes here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it, it was because I knew that the next episode was literally 22, you know, 25 minutes away. Um, yeah. or if it was, um, you know, that I know that I'm, I'm going to be able to finish everything in the next few days, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a much, a much more enjoyable watch for me when I was watching it, um, you know, binge style, Netflix style here. And you know, I, I like I said, I really remember moments when when I was watching it originally to just you know like oh whatever that was that was an episode I'll wait for next week and it was almost like an obligation you know and I'm like well I'm watching Bad Batch I have to watch this week's episode and I wasn't too excited about it but yeah I, I really enjoyed it this time around yeah I totally agree and and something I noted was that um when you're watching an episode week to week it is it is m- it's different from the Mandalorian where like the content is longer, right? Like that specific weekly episode is like more than twice as long typically than these bad batch episodes. <clears throat> and so when you get an episode where it doesn't feel like something, you know, super significant is happening. It, it, it and when the first time I watched it through, it felt very filler. Um, he, a couple episodes right. here and there. Although I, I want to make another comment and circle back to that maybe later, but on the filler thing, but um, what I noticed my second watch through, and maybe it's because I watched it all in two days this time, um, but it, it didn't really feel that way because, like you said, it was just like, oh, you know, it wasn't my favorite episode, but there's another one I can just watch right after this. Right, so yeah. um, I've noticed that when you are have the capability or or the ability to to binge things uh, when it comes to like TV shows, and, uh, and and there doesn't really seem to be the same filler episode feel a lot of the times. Just because you mm-hmm. you have access to the next episode, so I I did like that aspect of it, like you said, that it was just kind of like, well, I can just keep watching if there was an episode I didn't love as much as the previous episode, right? And I wonder, you know, going back to any of the other series that we watched, you know, something even as recently as Andor, where I know you and I had some some episodes that were a little bit slow. You know, I'm thinking about the first couple episodes, and even that, you know, through the second uh, trio of episodes as well. Um. Or, you know, maybe Obi-Wan, maybe even some of The Mandalorian, uh, where episodes just felt like filler. Like, oh, well, this is... Like, the one I could think about for The Mandalorian is the one where they had to go to... um, They went to, like, an Imperial prison or something Mm. to pick up somebody from there. And I'm like, what does this have to do with anything that's happening, you know? Yes. But it 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 was basically a side quest mission, you know, if... 
we're familiar with the video gaming world. <laughs> yes. You know, that's just all it is. I'm so glad you brought this up because I had the same exact thought when I was watching it, the Bad Batch season one on my second watch through, um, was that especially when they get to like, I think it's episode four maybe, when they meet Sid around there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sid is like this, it's almost like a, my, my, my parallel was the video game parallel where it's like, you know, after you get like, you know, 10% of the way into the game, um, you come to the place where it's like the HQ or like every time you go out on a, right. on a mission, uh, like that's the place you return to, to like turn right. in your quest or like get the next mission. That's what, right. that's what Sid's headquarters feels like to me. Uh, so Absolutely. The, the whole like <clears throat> probably middle two thirds of the show uh, or, you know, like middle, I guess middle third is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, it feels like like a video game, like uh, like quests game. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we did this for Sid. Let's go turn it in. Oh, what do we get from Sid this time? Let's go turn it uh, in. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and and they would they would even open up episodes kind of right in the middle of one of these yeah. quests. Yeah, when, when you ha- yeah. you have no idea of what is they need to be doing during right. it, you know. But you but like you know somebody like you know tech will be like, oh well, that's not what this mission's about, or you know whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, so I I think the uh they 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 very much you know brought that out of like the video game side of things and just uh and i think those are those episodes we're talking about that very much felt like filler Mm -hmm. um quest episodes that you know did you need them for to move the story along i don't really think so uh maybe you get away with one or two of them but like you said you know there's there's a pretty significant amount of them i think in this season yeah yeah i totally agree um so, so maybe at this point, if, if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, uh, YouTube um, and you have either not seen any of the Bad Batch or you've seen season one of the Bad Batch and you just kind of need a bit of a, re- a refresher, this is our attempt as best as we can to summarize season one in five minutes or less. All right, <laughs> here we go. And if either of us leave anything out, we can just jump back in and with, the, with one another and kind of uh, you know add to what we may have missed, but... Essentially, there is this group of clones known as Clone Force 99, um, composed of Hunter, Tech, Echo, Wrecker, uh, and Crosshair. And if you're, again, if you're watching on YouTube, they're at the center of your screen right now. If you need a little bit of a, a facial refresher there, uh, if you will. And so this Clone uh, Force 99 is basically, you're thrown into the first episode, and it's like as Order 66 is happening, which is really cool, uh, I might add. And and maybe a good way to kind of do this chronologically is to sort of make stops with the people we meet along the way. And so in episode one, uh, we get a chance to to meet Caleb Dune, otherwise known as Kanan Jarrus, for those of you that have seen Star Wars Rebels. Uh, and we see how uh, his master, Deepa Balaba, pronunciation check, is that? Yes, correct. Cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, Deepa Balaba is, is killed in action by her own clones. And so you see this kind of... Um, just one one aspect of Order 66 that we've never got to see before. And so there's this uh, sort of division, not really a division, it's really more of like a like a mano-a-mano thing between Hunter and Crosshair, who are kind of like, I mean, Hunter is the alpha, but Crosshair kind of has this big personality, kind of a, um, what's the word? Kind of just silly character, like he's, he's always <laughs> grumpy, you know. <laughs> right. Um, and, and his tagline is good soldiers follow orders. And so uh, he and Hunter kind of have like a dis- disagreement regarding like how they should go about things. 
um, they return eventually to um, Camino, and um, which is, by the way, it was cool to see Camino in this show from a in a different perspective as well. Um, and they're thrown in in jail after. Well, I, I guess I should say they're thrown in jail after um, Admiral Tarkin, who's not Grand Moff Tarkin yet, sends them on a mission to go after Saw Gerrera's. There's all kinds of people they throw in this show, yeah. which is really cool. They go after Saw Gerrera's rebels. Um, and so once they get there, they realize that there's a lot of like civilians and the hunter makes the decision, okay, we're not going to like kill innocent people. And so Crosshair disagrees with this. They return, uh, but it was all, you know, caught by a probe droid. And so they're thrown in jail. Um, Crosshair is released and basically goes through some sort of procedure um which this is a part of the show that we can revisit too because it's a little bit unclear to me what actually mm -hmm. happened during that procedure um, but we can revisit that later and so ultimately crosshair begins working for the empire uh hunter wrecker echo tech and omega this other um unaltered clone uh so in addition to her the only completely other the only other completely unaltered clone is Boba Fett. Um, and so she is very unique in this manner and also makes her very sought after, uh, especially by the Kaminoans, the, uh, and particularly the lead research scientist, Nala Se, I believe is her name. Nala Se is the, is the scientist and Nala, and Lama Su is the prime minister. Mm -hmm. Lots of like similar names, but slightly yeah, different. Similar, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so basically that's like the beginning of the show. Um, and then pretty quickly into the show, uh, the Bad Batch has kind of made the decision they're not going to be part of the Empire after they've escaped. And so they're kind of trying to find their way. They meet uh, Sid, who we talked about earlier, who's this like lizard-like lady who they go on missions for. And uh, they like have a, a headquarters at her yeah. Almost cantina-like place, right? And and in exchange for food, for yeah. shelter, yeah. for her to not tell on them, right? Exactly. And so um, they learn that I think from the after their first mission that the um, the bounty hunter who is pursuing them is Finnick Shand, who is another person who's also uh, was in Boba Fett, and so it's like. In Mandalorian. In Mandalorian. Yeah. And so you're constantly getting hit with like these people who are from like completely different shows. And there's lots more. The, the list doesn't stop there, too. <laughs> um, and so what's up next on my list? So then um, it's either the next episode or maybe the episode after we meet the Martez sisters who mm -hmm. are in the last season of Clone Wars Clone and they Wars. have lots of scenes with Ahsoka. Um, and I hope we get to see more of them in season. I bet yeah. you anything we see more of them in Bad Batch season two. Um, mm -hmm. But they develop a bit of a uh, a camaraderie by the end of the episode and understanding with the Bad Batch. Um, the Bad Batch actually shares the information with them that they've retrieved from the mission. Um, and then perhaps most importantly, they learn that Martez sisters are working for someone else who we find out the next episode oh, is Captain Rex. And it's right, like, yeah. oh, it's Rex. Rex is here. You know? <laughs> Rex, yeah. Had um, to have Rex. Yeah, and so that's the episode that's really important because up until that point, which I failed to mention, Wrecker <laughs> has been having these really bad headaches. And so they make a point of showing it every episode too. And Wrecker's right. kind of like oh. the big, goofy, like dumb one. And he's like, oh, I'm fine. My head just hurts, you know? Right. And so ultimately there's, you know, a part where uh, – 
kind of loses control and and uh the the chip takes over and so they have the bad batch all have their chips removed during that episode uh, so they no longer have the inhibitor chips placed uh the next episode we find out another cameo appearance appearances from cad bane uh, another bounty hunter who is uh we find out later on is hired by Lama Sue, the prime minister, to retrieve mm-hmm. Omega. And that uh, Fennec Shand, the other bounty hunter, is hired by the Kaminoan doctor, Nalase. So these two oh. bounty hunters hired by different Kaminoans to retrieve the same prize is basically what's happening. Right. Um, oh, and I also f- uh, forgot to mention there's a Bib Fortuna cameo in an episode mm-hmm. or two back when they retrieve a, a baby Rancor. It, it, it's kind of implied that that baby Rancor yeah. is the same Rancor from and, uh, Return of the Jedi. And can 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 I just say that now I feel real bad about what happened? Yeah, with that Rancor yeah, in Return of the Jedi. I, I felt they 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 somehow are able to make us feel for these characters, these creatures, where before we were like, ah, oh, that's the Rancor, or <laughs> yeah. oh, the Tusken Raiders. You know, like, like yeah. they're able to, to make us, like, get the feels for these uh, characters, these species, and now I feel bad about what happened to the Rancor in Return of Jedi. Yeah, I think that is the great thing that animation allows you the opportunity to do, because you, you could explore those storylines, but making it in, in an animated format makes it a lot easier to... Mm-hmm. To make a Rancor right. lovable is a lot easier in, in animation <laughs> right, yeah. than it is in, in live action, I would say. What was sure. what was his name again? The Mushi or... Uh, Something like that. Oh, man. I can't remember. The, the baby Rancor. Anyways. Um, and so then probably my favorite part of the entire season is we get to the Ryloth storyline um, where Hera, another... It's, it's actually curious. We get, we get Hera and Kanan both in this show... Completely. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah completely unrelated, though. Um, you know, and on separate ends of the season. You know, Kanan's yeah. only in the first episode, and Hera's only in the last four or five episodes, or something like that. Um, and so you know, Hera uh, is on Ryloth. She's a Twi'lek, and so um, Ryloth has been taken over by the Empire, and there's kind of a corrupt senator who's who's wanting to work with the Empire, and and uh, Hera's father is kind of on the fence about you know what they should do in terms of their next steps and her uncle is much more of a um i guess extremist is is a good way of putting it and so he wants to kind of take it to the empire while her father is kind of like hold on now we need to like play this slow and but things escalate and ultimately her father kind of is forced to be like okay look what they're doing like we have to act um and so the bad batch ultimately has to like come to the rescue and and help protect ryloth and um that's kind of a really that was not five minutes. I think it was more like nine or ten, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, that was as succinct as an overview as I could I could hope to get. But we can dive back into certain parts, anything that I missed and and anything you want to talk about. But that was a brief overview. Yeah, and towards the end, I mean the th- throughout the entire season, the there were parts of the empire that wanted to just get rid of the clones altogether. Yeah. So that's a that's a that's a big storyline that go, kind of goes throughout the season. Um while obviously the bad batch are kind of away from the empire, we still have Crosshair who is with the empire and kind of trying pretty much holding his own as the sing, you know singular clone that um is sticking around. Uh he went as far as to even, you know, 
kill one of the actual stormtroopers that yeah. we know that were kind of stepping out of line in, in his eyes. The so, one who was giving him a hard time too. Exactly. Yeah. So he, so that's, that's kind of w where we saw crosshair, you know, we, you know, so we're in parallel with the bad batch and we're following along, along their journeys, their side quests and, you know, their ultimate understanding of not only, you know, kind of living, not a complete soldier life, because you know they have to kind of watch over Omega, you know, mm -hmm. and that's that's one of the big things that you kind of see Hunter and Wrecker, kind of you know they really take her under their wings and yeah. they want to protect her, but at the same time, you know, she is part, she is a clone just like them, so she has the capability to kind of hold her own in her own way too. Um, so one of my favorite characters was Omega because of that because. You know, she, you know, we we tend to forget, like, well, she is actually a clone. Too. She is actually one of them. Yeah, maybe she's not altered and, you know, um, exactly like them, but she, she has the same capabilities, just, you know, maybe a few years younger. And, you know, you really see the development of these characters, you know, learning this kind of new role. I mean, they've been soldiers their entire lives, and now they, you know, they have to kind of care for one of their own, you know, a younger one. And... I think clones are good in that way. I mean, they call each other brother. They always have this family type of... Um, and even when they went to go visit the one that was a, kind of a stray um, in one of the early episodes, mm -hmm. he, uh, you know, he uh, ended up leaving the, you know, the clone army to be with an, uh, you know, another person. And um, you know, even th in that case, they, you know, they called them their brother and they want to make sure that you know, they're okay. They helped them out and so seeing seeing how they don't you know they are no longer soldiers in that way um and become more of like the civilian type of, but obviously still doing these things that they are capable of doing um kind of was a, was a pretty important um storyline throughout and like i said with omega and but on the other side you'll see you see Crosshair being the exact same thing as he was, you know, before this season started as a soldier, you know, good soldiers follow orders and um, to, to come all of that to the finale where they all, you know, uh, eventually meet up again and you see Crosshair and the rest of the Bad Batch together and um you see cross here making the, trying to trying to get them to it's very much star wars come join me back and you can you know we could rule this together you know um but to kind of have that you know we we talked about a lot of you know when we were watching andor those star wars moments this was a star wars moment for him to be on the side of the empire and have even still even all after all the stuff that they have been through in the season him still wanting them to be a part of, you know, the the empire, and also, you know, there was there was it was interesting because it gives you the you you get to see that side from him, where he said, "You guys left me, you know, you yeah. left me, you know," and you you kind of don't think that you just you, you know, originally you just think, well, Crosshair is doing his own thing, um, and it's probably because of Chip, but he even says that he had the chip removed. So maybe that's the procedure that, you know, that we you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And we can talk more about that too. I guess real quickly to touch on what you were just talking about, maybe before we talk about the chip, I think ultimately it's a difference in, in between particularly Hunter and Crosshair, but really Crosshair and, and all of them, the rest of the Bad Batch. Um, it's, it's a difference in what, what does it mean to do the right thing? Um, 
just and really, you know, up into Order sixty six, doing the right thing meant following orders. Um, you mm-hmm. know, as a soldier in the clone army, uh, fighting for the Republic, there really wasn't times where it was like, okay, let's think about this. What is the right thing to do? You know, um, and and ultimately that is what Order sixty six brought about. This this brought them to this right. point where Hunter is like, well, is blindly following orders which we think aren't good like mm-hmm. does does following orders supersede what we think is doing the right thing uh and for crosshair the answer to that is no but for hunter the answer to that is yes so that's kind of the crossroads at, at which we find <clears throat> those two characters um the the, the chip thing uh, see it's still not clear to me yeah. when they are never explicit about when the chip is removed from crosshair right right um which is, I think, what makes the first season kind of shrouded in mystery, and I like that. Because um, yeah. he uses the words, uh, I had it removed a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And so that could be like, uh, you know, during that episode when he's having the procedure, which we thought was enhancing the chip. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, who's to say that wasn't like <clears throat> right. five years ago or so? You know what I mean? Uh, right, yeah. I mean, well, remember yeah. the clones like age faster, so long time ago to him, yeah, <laughs> could be just yesterday. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's good. But um, yeah, I, I mean, th- that's always that's always good television. Just don't you can't give it all in the first season. Obviously, you gotta yeah. you gotta gotta have to figure out you know, a little bit. So I mean, you know the the way, and you know we kind of passed along this, but what ends up happening on Camino? <laughs> is that the empire you know kind of takes everyone away from uh camino um it, i don't know if they reassign really. i don't know if they reassigned the clones or that were there or what, what exactly but yeah but essentially they destroy you know what what we know as the camino clone facility yeah i think they do there is a, a line or something that says they're they're shipped off world um mm-hmm. which to me is kind of code for we sent them somewhere probably on the front lines, not safe. So that that's right. kind of just like a gradual phasing out of the clones, just putting them in the line of duty. And when they're gone, they're gone. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's like a cool, you know, expanded universe story out there somewhere about the post order 66, you know, clones coming mm-hmm. to the, and actually I think this could be a storyline in season two that we see. I think we may yeah. get to see perspectives from, um, uh, other clones not a part of the Bad Batch. I, I think a good example of this is Clone Commander um, Hauser, I think is his name, um, where we get to see these perspectives from other clones who are post-Order 66 coming to realizations about the Empire, mm-hmm. um, even with the chips part of their right. their their brain or their system still. So that, that could be something we do actually get to explore uh, next mm-hmm. season too. Yeah, and... What was really powerful about the I don't know if you noticed, but when when they had uh right before they the Empire destroyed the Camino uh clone facility, you know, there was a lot of like still shots of, you know, the you know, the barracks, the the cafeteria, the you know, where they all stayed. Um, because these are th- these were pretty big scene you know, um uh sets or places where you would see the clones all through the Clone Wars series. We saw a lot of it during the prequels, um, so to to see it like one last time—that's how I kind of looked at it. 
you know, you, you got to see all of these um, uh, these uh, rooms, these scenes of one last time before it got destroyed, and it was like almost like a little bit poetic, a little tear, you know, yeah. um, that you knew that this was this was the last time you'd see it intact, and um, with you know, especially with. Like I said, with all of the, you know, I mean, it's the Clone Wars, the entire animated series was based off of, you know, these characters, all of these clones. And to, and this is the end. They will no longer make any others. Her name is Omega for a reason. She's the last one, you know. So I think that, you know, all of that, you know, coming coming to a head at the end of the season um, was really, you know, kind of pretty powerful to me because, you know... You, where it was such a huge part of the, you know, the Republic and it was so, it was such a big part of the, I mean, the, the importance and the, the growth of an Ahsoka, of an Anakin, you know, they, these were very big pieces of their stories and now there's going to be no more of them. So I, I, you know, you know, maybe we, and I think this is what's good about Bad Batch is that it, it gives you that perspective that to, to say, well, this, this is it, this is all we've got. And if they, you know, if they ship them off world and really, you know, you don't, you know, let's just assume that's, that's the end of, that, of any of those clones. You still got this bad batch that's left, you mm -hmm. know, what's going to happen to them? Obviously we know that Rex is around. We know that there are other, you know, Hauser, we've got um, Gregor. We know that there, some of these make it out, you know, of this bad batch series, but to, um, but to, to have like at least a couple of leftovers, um, and especially them being like these superpowered clones, I think it's it makes it for a, a more uh, stronger series. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we, I mean, we definitely won't be getting any more clones created on Camino. Um, mm -hmm. But something I did kind of leave out of the of the synopsis of the whole season is that at the end of the season, um, two things: one, the Prime Minister Lamasu. It's unclear if he's killed or not. Um, kind of the door As closes. Yeah. We, know, we never know. The door kind of closes on the room, and you're like, oh, I don't know what his fate is. I mean, I would assume he's not probably, you know, he yeah. may not be alive, but who knows? We could see him in season two. But the other, and, and I think far more important piece, um, is that the other main Kaminoan featured in the season, Nala Say, the, the scientist, um, is brought in by the Empire specifically for her knowledge of these cloning techniques. Um, and so that, to me, is probably the most um, up-in-the-air portion of Season 2 as to is that kind of just like a throwaway, like this could help to explain some of like the Legends-like yeah, right. cloning stuff down the line with, with Palpatine, um, or are they actually going to use that as a plot point in Season 2 of The Bad Batch? I... I don't know, honestly. I, I could see it going either way. Um, mm -hmm. The reason I think it, it will be addressed is because um, Omega is very much at the center of this show. In many ways, the show is about, you know, this, this kind of uh, feud or rivalry between Hunter and Crosshair, but I think even more so it's about, like, who Omega is and, and what mm -hmm. uh, she is doing not only for the Bad Batch, what they're doing for her, but kind of what they all stand for, right? And so mm. I would be surprised if Nala Say, or I, yeah, Nala Say, the doctor, the scientist, just kind of goes away and we don't readdress some of the cloning techniques and how that pertains uh, to the rest of the series. I'd be, I'm curious about that at least. 
and now that you say that, I'm uh, we haven't done it in a while, so I'm gonna say it right now. Yeah, this is where Snoke's coming in. Snoke's coming in some <laughs> at some point with this cloning. Honestly, okay, what does what species does Snoke resemble more than any other species? Kaminoans. Kaminoans. <laughs> Snoke hey, origin hey. story. We're hey, really we we're really grasping for straws, but yeah, you never it's know. Either, it's, so we should have like a, a list of of uh, theories. So so far it's what's Kino, right? Kino is Snoke. And um Kino is Snoke, and then the second one now is that uh uh the Kaminoans cloned him somehow. So he he does look go. like a Kaminoan if you think about it. Like yeah. pretty close. Yeah, at least. Little, little I mean maybe not the long neck, but I mean But height? Yeah. Know, the height, yeah, he's pretty tall and kinda kinda holy, you know, yeah. all around the face <laughs> yeah. and all that. So yeah, I think that uh it could be, could be. Yeah, leave it, leave it to us to sneak in a uh, a Snoke yeah. reference when we can, <laughs> which is ironic because we both love the sequels, right? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and so moving forward into next season, um, there's clearly lots to be excited about. We just kind of touched on the cloning thing. Interested to see where we go from here. Um, I. You like the season one left off in a place where it's not, um, uh, it's not super clear where, other than probably just you know more confrontation between the Empire and the Bad Batch, it's not super clear where exactly the story is headed. Um, right. But I think that also gives season two some flexibility. They they could have you know chose to do pretty much whatever they wanted with it. You know, and, and as long as it made some some sense, and so I, I think that's what's exciting about uh, season two coming up. And the other thing I wanted to mention is I, I'm also excited at the possibility and the potential of seeing Bad Batch characters appear in other Star Wars works. Oh, I know because I feel like Bad Batch is the like the drawing board or like the the hub yeah. for like to just bring in everything. <clears throat> I mean. Again, we had they're, they're Sid. Yeah, yeah. I, they're Sid. I mean, we had we had we had Cad Bane, Captain Rex, Finnick Shand, Tarkin, the Martez sisters, Saw Gerrera, Kane and Jarrus, Bib Fortuna, Paris and Dula, uh, like you know the Pike Syndicate, like all these oh, yeah. other like characters that are that are not originally from the Bad Batch. They're from Clone Wars, right Rebels, uh, the original trilogy, the prequels. Like they're bringing in people from everywhere and putting it in this right. show and my question is are they going to take bad batch characters and put them in like uh, mandalorian and probably not mandalorian but you know um right. uh, the upcoming video game jedi fallen order takes place not too long after this time period mm -hmm. you know i just i want to see these characters especially omega um yeah. in, in some other star wars content so that's another thought of mine that i why have. Why are you putting this in my heart? Like I want it now. <laughs> Just like, to disappoint really you when that. they decide not <laughs> to do it. <laughs> you know what we should do is come up with um who do we want cast in some of these roles. Ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun one to do. I am a huge Florence Pugh fan, and so oh. she's a little old for Omega at this age, but yeah, maybe an right. older Omega. Yeah, just get Florence in, in Star Wars somehow, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first person that came to mind. I just watched Don't Worry yeah. Darling a couple days ago. Maybe that's oh, nice. Um, but yeah, any any 
anything that we skipped over anything that we missed any thoughts on just the whole first season as a whole or if you, if not what you're most excited about with season two i mean I, I, with season two like, like you said you know i i think the, the way they were able to integrate and bring bring in different characters i'm excited now of who we're gonna see in season two you know whether it's you know, do we see Kanan again? Do we see, you know, like kind of like crossing paths at some point? Do we see uh, an older Hera? Do you, you know, I don't know what the, if there's a time jump between, you know, end of season one and season two. I don't know where we are in time. I don't think we really, I don't know if they've announced that or not. Yeah. I would assume there won't be a huge one. Uh, right. Yeah. But who knows? But, but I mean, we're like the whole crosshair thing. Like, how do you, how do they resolve that? Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, um, a lot up in the air, and I will say before watching this, the this this the second watch through that you know we just did over the past couple you know the past week or so, um, I was not as excited for season two until I watched all the season one. I'm like, oh, totally well, I'm agree. really into this now. Yep. I'm really into this now. So, um, because I you know I forget how much like, and here's here's a question for you. So, if you had to, I. If you were one of the bad bats, I love this question. Who would who would you be, or who do you think you would be? Man, this this is such a cop out answer, but I honestly like see different parts of myself with almost all of them. Sure, yeah. Um, man, that is really tough. I, I will say Echo probably the least. I feel like mm-hmm. Echo gets the least love, and I feel bad, but I, I think maybe he'll play a larger role in the second season. Hopefully, um. Oh, that's really tough. I think in a lot of ways, Wrecker. In mm-hmm. a lot of ways, Hunter. And in yeah. some ways, Tech. Yeah. But this maybe this is a hot... Uh, a hot uh, what, am I, what am I trying to say? A, uh, an unpopular opinion, an unpopular answer. I, I would say Crosshair, maybe. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe I am the dark side one, but... Uh, and everything that we've ever said, you know, like you know, we when we try to put like logos together, you're always on the dark side for some reason. So <laughs> I, I think I think this this may be this may be a true statement. I, I, I the reason I also think that that I can back that up a little bit is that I felt the most uh, I felt bad the most of anyone in the season for Crosshair. Mm-hmm. Um, I I empathized with him the most. Um, right. Not that I wasn't like obviously on the side of the bad batch as I was the other four of them as I was watching, but in many ways I was like, man, I I feel like Crosshair is a little misunderstood. Mm, um, gotcha. So maybe for the sake of being normally, uh, you like the gray area. He is very not gray. I feel like Crosshair <laughs> is pretty gray. I mean, he ultimately yeah, is so? like the reason that that he helps I think them at the out. End, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that I mean, he, he, I would say he's the most gray of any of them. Yeah, all, right. All the other ones lean, you know, far more towards. I mean, they're not force users, obviously, but far more towards right, yeah. the light than than dark. Um, right. So yeah, I, I I'd probably go with Crosshair. What would you say? So I'm, I, <laughs> I would put myself, and you know how you said you're like a lot of the features or values of like all of them kind of combine into you know kind. Of, Combine into you. Yeah, I think I'm solely on one person. Can I guess? I'll give, I'll give you a guess. Yeah, I'll give you a guess. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to guess incorrectly. And like... you're like, that's not me. <laughs> um, Let's see. I I'm 
my the reason I'm gonna say Wrecker is because this like caring sense of like lovability for Omega. Okay, that's your final answer. You're making me second guess myself, but yes, <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm, just I'm gonna stick with Wrecker. Okay, this is where uh, in the video you have to hit the ding ding ding. Like, so that's right. That was oh, exactly. Oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that was exactly, and for one of the reasons why. Yeah, so I mean, the the kind of the. I, I think about how I am in like video games, mm -hmm. you know, in like in like Fortnite or whatever. I just just go, you know, <laughs> I just go. Let's yeah. go. Uh, not much thought. Maybe there's a little bit of planning, but if you lead me, if you were to lead me in a certain way, I'll I'll I will listen and I'll go that way. So Hunter being that you know mm -hmm. kind of that direction leader type thing, but Hunter, I will go and I will go hard and I'll go all in, you know, and uh, you know especially with the. Um, you know the love that he has for, you know the what 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 you end up seeing like how much he cares for omega i think about how um you know how me and my daughter are you know like you know that type of thing and they share and with uh with uh wrecker and omega they always talk about that mantrell mix or whatever that was yeah. looks like essentially looks like popcorn i'm like that looks so good and um <laughs> i like popcorn and so <laughs> just just all of, all of that all of the way um the way that he leads and um kind of does his thing he's he's 100 percent all the time and i like to do that too he made me sweat that one out i thought i got it wrong <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. that's the whole point yeah yeah well um lots lots and lots to be excited about season two premieres uh i believe it's a week is it a week from tonight what's what day is january 4th what day of the week yeah that should be a wednesday right Yes, I believe that's correct. Uh, it'd be yeah. Wednesday, January 4th at 2 in the morning our time, which that's 3 a.m. Eastern, midnight Pacific time. Um, we plan to hopefully have a reaction video up. Reaction, reaction, reaction. Reaction, reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much ASAP um, at the very latest Wednesday early morning, uh, hopefully by the time you wake up. So um, be on the lookout. For that and then we'll have a our typical podcast episode next thursday morning available as well uh, also recapping not one but two episodes of the bad batch by the way um we're getting not one but two to start the season off which i like i, I think it, do you think they'll start the season off with i think it's like a hour-long episode like they did with season one or do, or do you probably, think we'll get yeah. shorter ones since there's two of them no i think i mean i think in total we'll probably get the hour because if i'm not mistaken the first episode of season one was like hour 15 right so yeah it's like um, 70 I minutes I yeah say. yeah so i would assume something similar to that yeah i hope so the more the better honestly um, and i didn't realize that they they have there's like somewhere in the middle that they're also going to release two episodes like kind of a mid-season oh, i like that um like two two-parter as well so that's, maybe, that's uh, kind of cool Maybe seven and eight, if I had to guess. Yeah, something like or, that. Or maybe yeah. it's maybe it's it would be nine and ten to start off the second half. Mm -hmm. Who knows? We'll have to uh, double check on that, and and of course we'll be discussing it next week on the uh, the season two first two episodes. Looks like it's recap. Looks like it's seven. It looks like it's seven and eight. Actually, what well, is seven and eight? Okay, so to end mm -hmm. the first half of the season. Um. So yeah, lots to be excited about with uh, Bad Batch season two. Uh, with it's so different being, um excited about a show like this compared to a show like Kenobi or even like Mando or Ahsoka because I feel like it's so much harder to screw this up 
You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just like it comes on and you're just like, I'm enjoying this and I'm so happy. Right. Yeah. Whereas with Kenobi, you're like, please don't mess it up. Please don't mess it up. Yeah. Please, you know what I mean? Um, and there's there's so much more pressure. And I don't you know, it, it, it has to I, I believe it's a lot to do had to do with live action versus animated. Yeah, you know? it definitely is. Um, you with animated and, and we learned this watching the, you know, the original Clone Wars. You can get away with a lot more. <laughs> yeah, uh, you could do a lot more with you know with an animated series. So um, that budget is much you know is easier to to hit. But if you have you know actors that are on set that are you know in in the volume that they have, um, you you have possibilities of messing up. And even to go even further back with movies, you know we've mm -hmm. talked about how how much the pressure is to make these make the money back on these movies and. Uh, you wait two, three years for them only for them to like maybe not make as much or maybe not come through as much as you want. So I, I think that these, uh, you know, these animated series. I'm telling you, if people are not watching these animated series, you are you are missing a ton of great Star Big Wars time. content. Big time missing out. Well, we're we will be here to cover it all. Uh, thanks as always for listening. You can hit us up over on Twitter at Hoth Hangout or email us Hoth Hangout at gmail.com if you have any uh, thoughts, comments, or questions. We could do another mailbag segment sometime soon. So uh, maybe we could do one over Bad Batch, hopefully, at some point during the first half of the season. So uh, shoot us a message via email or tweet at us, and hopefully we can feature that here uh, as a part of the podcast. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for uh, the recap, the reaction of Bad Batch Season 2, Episodes 1 and 2. And uh, I think that's all we have left to say. Joey, any last thoughts? As my friend Ben would probably say, good soldiers follow orders. <laughs> good soldiers follow <laughs> orders. <laughs> May the force be with you. Thanks for listening.